Two Towns Over is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of urban legends, conspiracy theories, and campfire tales to find out if there are any truths behind the legends. With dark humor and natural curiosity, we tackle the darkened streets of the town you all know. Welcome to the town with no name. This is Two Towns Over. Accept. I just don't want to be presumptuous. Accept your fate. Be presumptuous. Mm, how presumptuous of you. Mm-hmm. Presume. How also presumptuous of you. Presume, verb. Because when I said we were to record a podcast, I simply meant all of us. <laughs> all right. So in case you haven't realized, you are listening to Two Towns Over. This is our midweek episode, the still as yet unnamed Two Towns Over midweek episode. Continually as yet unnamed podcast. <laughs> Again, Please. name the bitch for us. No. Actually, don't. we just every week we'll make it longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be like a 45 minute title <laughs> at some point. <laughs> we'll start releasing four hour long episodes. Like I was going to say, welcome roll. to the 900th <laughs> midweek episode. They're clocking in at about seven and a half hours a piece now. About six and a half days per episode. <laughs> Could do like, um, I don't know if you realize there was a, uh, a clerk's cartoon TV mm-hmm. show or the movie Clerks. Really? Mm-hmm. There was the cartoon for like six episodes. And each episode literally almost told you the plot. Yeah. And each week, the episode title got longer and longer and longer and longer. <laughs> the sixth episode, they knew they were being canceled. So the sixth episode, after all these long scripts, the last one just said last episode. Nice. That nice. was it. Oh, no. That's so. great. That's a good joke. So everybody's here, as you can hear. I am Don. I'm Ruben. I'm Josh. And I'm Ken. And uh, I got just one creepy story to tell today because josh made the comment about creepy pastas last week and it made me realize that hey we can do creepy pastas too do real creepy pastas yeah. not ones from a book from the 90s <laughs> so i would, which i still love so those. anyway there was this kid right <laughs> his name was ben and he bought a cartridge for <laughs> <laughs> are, are you gonna do the bin drowned prequel story <laughs> <laughs> oh that's just a thing i could do yes bin drowning it's it's actually real simple. I can do it in 30 seconds, guaranteed. Yeah. All right, ready? There's a kid named Ben. He has a copy of Majora's Mask. He gets bullied in school. He has the the Majora's Mask cartridge in his uh, backpack, uh-huh. and it's the 80s, right? So yep. bullies are murders, murderers. Yeah, yeah. They throw him in a river and drown him, and he haunts the cartridge, but the cartridge, like, washes up, and uh, an old man finds it and sells it in a garage sale. Yes, Sweet. An ancient Chinese man. There you go. So uh, this week, this episode we're going to do, it's called Abandoned by Disney. And uh, I'm actually going to try and and, uh, emote while I read. So it's going to be, I'm actually going to try and and, and put a little emotion into this. Don said he's going to put a little stank on this one. That's right. (laughs) Because some people say I'm a stick in the mud. He's talking about his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making that awkward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so here we go. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. All right. 
So some of you may have heard that the Disney Corporation is responsible for at least one real live ghost town. Disney built the Treasure Island Resort in Baker's Bay in the Bahamas. Now, it didn't start as a ghost town. Uh, Disney's cruise ships would actually stop at the resort and leave tourists there to relax in luxury. This it's is already f- off to a bad start if we're leaving them there. <laughs> right? That's what cruises do. Yeah. I know, but yeah. I just don't like the verbiage. Well, it is. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It, it is, is what it. Disney thinks of you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so leave them. They'll entertain themselves. <laughs> so this is a fact, and you can look that up. Don't now, but you can look it up. Disney blew $30 million on the place. Wow. Then they abandoned it. Sounds about right. Sounds like Disney. Disney blamed the shallow waters, which were too shallow for their ships to safely operate. Which, how did they not plan that? Yeah. Thank you. Survey, one thing. <laughs> think, think ahead just a teeny, like that's tiny a t- Like, bit. you start. That's where we start. And there was even blame, they, there was even blame cast on the workers, saying that since they were from the Bahamas, they were too lazy to work a regular schedule. That's just Disney's racist. Disney's racist. Her, just yeah, racism. we knew that already. That's where the factual nature of their story ends. Uh, it wasn't because of the sand, and it obviously wasn't because foreigners are lazy. Both are just convenient excuses. Sincerely doubt that those reasons were legitimate. Why don't I buy the official story? Because you're smart. Because you, you found it on Creepypasta Wiki? Well, <laughs> because of Mowgli's Palace. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. The um, Jungle Book. Yes. This is a, the Jungle Book? <laughs> yes. Near the beachside city of Emerald Isle in North Carolina, Disney began construction of Mowgli's Palace in the late 1990s. The concept was a jungle-themed resort with a large, you guessed it, palace in the center of the whole thing. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. If you're unfamiliar... A, misnomer. <laughs> If you're unfamiliar with the character of Mowgli, then you might better remember the story of the Jungle Book. If you haven't seen it anywhere else, you'd know it as the Disney cartoon from decades past. Yeah, it's the one about the bare necessities. Yes. Yep. Those simple ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all you need to know about the Jungle Book. Well, Mowgli's an abandoned child in the jungle, essentially raised by animals and simultaneously threatened and pursued by other animals. Mm-hmm. Dances with Wolves, I think, was another Raised by Wolves story, but this Mowgli was raised by a bear. No, Dances with no, Wolves, he was... It was raised by Indians. Oh, that's the... Which one is the one? I don't know. And Mowgli was raised by wolves. Was yeah. he? Yeah, Mowgli, Baloo yeah. just came on later. Yeah. Oh, right. What's the one that was about the kid... That it's not the Jungle Book, I promise, because it's a female character. It's oh, there's it's like the Jungle Book too. No, I, know, I was, I was going to say Tarzan or George of the Jungle. Yeah. But something about Tarzan was gorillas. Gorillas, yeah. yeah. And it's so a female gorilla that no one realizes. Like the one that raised, like yeah. the, mm-hmm. everyone thinks it's a boy, but Wolf it's actually a girl. Clearly, wolves is in the title I'm thinking of. So, I don't know. so Mowgli's Palace was a controversial undertaking from the start. Disney bought up a ton of high-priced land for the project, and there was actually a scandal surrounding some of the purchases. The local government claimed eminent domain on people's homes, then turned around and sold the properties to Disney. At one point, a home that had just been constructed was immediately condemned with little to no explanation. Oh, that's not cool. No. The land grab by the government was supposedly for some fictional highway project. Knowing full well what was going on, people started calling it Mickey Mouse Highway. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Well done. That's the most realistic part about this story is that people (laughs) would call it that. (laughs) Then there was the concept art. A group of stuffed shirts from the Disney company actually held a city meeting. They intended to sell everyone on how lucrative this project was going to be for everyone. When they showed the concept art, this gigantic Indian palace surrounded by jungle, staffed with men and women in loincloths and tribal gear, well, suffice to say, everyone flipped their shit. 
We're talking about a large Indian palace, jungle, and loincloths, not only in the center of a relatively wealthy area, but also a somewhat xenophobic area of the southern United States. It was a questionable mix at that point in history. One member of the crowd tried to storm the stage, but he was quickly subdued by security after he managed to break one of the presentation boards over his knee. I think Disney security would scare me more than, like, the Secret Service, <laughs> actually. What, nah. Mickey, Mickey Vice? <laughs> uh, Disney, Not nowadays, anyway. But Disney took that Ooh. community and essentially broke it over Shit. its knee. The houses were raised, the land was cleared, and there wasn't a damn thing anyone could do or say about it. Local TV and newspapers were against the resort at the beginning but some insane connection between Disney's media holdings and the local venues came into play. Red. Money. <laughs> and their opinions turned on a dime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, a dime, literally. <laughs> so anyway, a Treasure... A very large pile of dimes. A real big old pile of dimes. <laughs> so anyway, Treasure Island, the Bahamas. Disney sunk those millions in and then split. The same thing happened with Mowgli's Palace. Oh no, Disney abandoned another place? <laughs> I can't believe it. I would definitely go to like Treasure Island... Like in a real island. Construction was complete. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> You're trying to get Gulligan right now? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? No, it's Gilligan. 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 What is Gulligan? Gulligan? I have no idea. Gulligan is you, the uh, mixed... off-brand Italian seagull that is Gilligan's Island, <laughs> but just ripped no, off. No, you mixed Gulliver's Travels. That's with, the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's with the little people. So construction was complete. And the big ones. Visitors <laughs> actually stayed at the resort. The surrounding communities was flooded with traffic and the usual annoyances associated with an influx of lost and irate tourists. Then it all just stopped. Disney shut it down and nobody knew what the hell to think. But they were pretty happy about it. Disney's loss was pretty hilarious and wonderful to a large group of folks who didn't want this in the first place. I honestly didn't give the place another thought since hearing it closed over a decade ago. I live maybe four hours from Emerald Isles, so I really only heard the rumblings and didn't experience any of it firsthand. Then I read an article from someone who had explored the Treasure Island Resort and posted a whole blog about all the crazy shit he'd found there. Stuff just left behind. Things smashed, defaced, probably ruined by the disgruntled former employees who had lost their jobs. Hell, the locals from all around probably had a hand in wrecking that place. People there felt just as angry about Treasure Island as folks here did about Mowgli's Palace. Plus, there were rumors that Disney had released their aquarium stock into the local waters when they closed, including <gasps> sharks. Wow. They did not. <laughs> that well, does, that no, actually sounds didn't. like the realest shit in this story. Yeah, yeah uh, right. Then Disney would just be like, eh, fucking dump them in the ocean. <laughs> it's water, right? Who wouldn't want to take a few swings at some merchandise after that? Well, what I'm getting at is that this blog about Treasure Island got me thinking. Even though many years had passed since its closing, I figured... Might be cool to do some urban exploration at Mowgli's Palace. Take some photos, write about my experience. Probably see if there was anything I could take home as a memento. Now, I'm not going to say I wasted no time in getting there, because honestly, it took me another year after I found that Treasure Island article to get around to going up to Emerald Isle. Over the course of that year, I did a lot of research on the palace resort. Or rather, I tried to. Naturally, no official Disney site or resource made any mention of the place. That had been scrubbed clean. Even odder, though, was that nobody before myself had apparently thought to blog about the place or even post a photo. None of the local TV or newspaper sites had one word about the place, though that was to be expected with how they had all swung Disney's way. They wouldn't be out there lauding their embarrassment, you know? Recently, 
I learned that corporations can actually ask Google, for example, to remove links from search results, basically for no good reason. Looking back, it's probably not that nobody spoke of the resort, but rather the words were made inaccessible. So in the end, I could barely find the place. All I had to go on was an old-as-hell map I'd received in the mail back in the 90s. It was a promotional item sent out to people who had recently been to Disney World. Real quick, just when people ask, like, why do y'all, why do you still have, like, a second browser that you use to, like, a search engine? It's like, well, because Google is corporate. <laughs> yeah. Google will remove anything that Disney or Jeff Bezos or whoever else asks it to remove. So, yeah, I'm going to go to Ask Jeeves because that shit is debu- <laughs> oh it's my so God. old. I fucking forgot. You feel me? Like, I forgot I, it's not about be Ask, Ask Jeeves, Jeeves. But, like, I'm going to go to a different fucking search engine Does because Ask I Jeeves want the results exist? that I'm looking for. I want truth. I don't want the corporate. Like, I don't want five ads, then a video for some reason about the thing I just Googled, then the articles I'm looking for. And even those articles are very biased because of their removal policy, like, yeah, of course I'm going to go somewhere else. Hey, Duck, Duck, Go, sponsor us. Heard <laughs> that. So it was in a promotional item sent out to people who had recently been to Disney World, and I guess since I had been there in the late 80s, it was recent. I didn't really intend to hang on to it. I, it just got shoved in with my books and comics from my childhood. I'd only remembered it months into my research, and even then it took me another few weeks to locate the storage bin my parents had shoved it all into. But I did find it. Locals were no help, as most were transplants who had moved to the beach in recent years, or old residents who just sneered at me when made rude gestures the second I managed to say, where would I find Mowgli's? The drive took me through an inordinately long corridor of overgrowth. Tropical plants that had run rampant and overpopulated the area mixed with the native species of flora that actually belonged there and had tried to reclaim the land. So, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds like Florida. <laughs> I was in awe when I reached the front gates of the resort. Tremendous monolithic wooden gates with supports to either side looked like they must have been cut from giant sequoias. The gate itself had been gouged in several places by woodpeckers and eaten away at the base by burrowing insects. Hanging on the gate was a sheet of metal, some random scrap with hand-painted letters scrawled in black, abandoned by Disney. Clearly the handiwork of some past local or an employee who wanted to make some small protest. The gates were open enough to walk through, but not drive. So grabbing my digital camera and a map, whose flip side showed a layout of the resort, I set off on foot. The inner grounds of the place were just as overgrown as the entryway. Palm trees stood untended and ragged among piles of their own coconuts. Banana plants similarly stood in their own stinking, bug-riddled refuse. There was this sort of clash between order and chaos, as carefully planted rows of perennial flowers mixed with obnoxious tall weeds and stinking blackened mushrooms. All that remained of any outdoor structures were broken, rotten, rotting wood and various charred bits of unidentifiable material. This is like an obligatory location in every open world RPG. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is just The Last of Us, parts one and two. <laughs> You're describing The Last of Us, parts one and two. There was, when I lived in Colorado, one of the mountains... Bethesda, that... give us money. <laughs> That's not Bethesda. Who is it? That's Naughty Dog. Ah, fuck, Naughty Dog. Give us even more money than Bethesda. Talking to the video game guy right now. Um, when I lived in Colorado, there was an abandoned amusement park, like a relatively big one. It was way up, like on top of a mountain, where you could see it from the main road. 
So anytime you would drive by, you really could see these just like abandoned wooden roller coaster frames mm -hmm. that were just like a little taller than the mountains around them. It was so fucking cool to drive by it all the time. It was really <laughs> roped off and really hard to get to, but it was very cool. Um, what was not... What was most likely an information booth or an outdoor bar was now simply a pile of assorted debris chopped up by past vandalism and ravaged by weather. The most interesting thing on the ground was a statue of Baloo, the friendly bear from the Jungle Book, which stood in a sort of courtyard in front of the main building. He was frozen in a jovial wave toward no one, staring into empty space with a silly, toothy grin and his bird shit covered the whole swaths of his fur and vines and snared his platform. That is really good imagery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. I was just yeah. going to mention that that was real. I put a picture in my This head. is well written. I approached the main building, the palace, only to find the outside of the building covered in graffiti where the original paint hadn't peeled and chipped away. The front doors weren't just open. They had been taken off their hinges and were stolen. Hmm. Above the front doors, or the gaping maw where they had been, someone had once again painted, Abandoned by Disney. I wish I could tell you about all the awesome stuff I saw inside the palace. Forgotten statues, abandoned cash registers. Why can't you, um, narrator? Because there's not there. I'm getting there. A full-fledged secret <laughs> society of homeless bums, but no. The inside <laughs> of the building was a so stark, so bare, that I actually think people had stolen the molding off the walls. Anything that was too big to steal, counters, desks, giant fake trees, they were all resting amid an empty echo chamber that amplified my every step like a slow rat-a-tat of a machine gun. That's not how machine guns work. No. That's not nearly the speed of machine gun <laughs> He did say the slow. Yeah. Not even that slowly. They <laughs> full, what? <laughs> I checked the floor plan and headed to all the locations that might seem in any way interesting. The kitchen was, as you would imagine, an industrial food prep area with all the appliances and space. No expenses spared, of course. Really? They stole everything from the main room, but they didn't steal the expensive industrial kitchen appliances? How the fuck are you going to carry it out? On your back? Have Dude. you ever seen an abandoned anything? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Do you know how well, much that shit's worth? That they you don't have like, ovens and refrigerators and shit in there anymore, because people will find a way to get that shit out. <laughs> they'll figure but it remember out. Or the, they'll the... strip it for the copper or whatever other precious metals mm -hmm. they can find, and it will just be in mm. piles. Methods can smell copper a <laughs> That's mile what I'm away. Telling you, man. Crackheads can too. <laughs> but like I also like worked in an industrial like kitchen and like our dough kneading machine, like it like I couldn't even give a guess to how heavy it is. You know what I mean? Like it it was absurd. So it depending upon the instruments or whatever like i mean we're talking about and a lot of the things were bolted to the floor if you've ever been in a pawn shop and you've ever seen a machine where you're like where the fuck this is where okay fair. i'm trying yeah. to tell y'all like my grandfather before he died but after he retired for a while he did um the job of like he got paid by a company to go take out old industrial like freezers and you know kitchen stuff and like storage like walk-ins and such mm -hmm. and more than one time i heard stories about how he went to go get something that was no longer there <laughs> oh, like yeah. like it's not uncommon for people to steal 
whole buildings. Like a walk-in is like a shed. Walk-in is quite literally a room. They will steal that shit for sure. That's crazy. You just got to get them hopped up on some sort of upper. Where there is enough stimulant, there is a way. Every glass surface was broken. Every door knocked off its hinges. Every metal surface kicked and dented. The entire place smelled like very old piss. The huge freezer, it's not like even my old house, not even remotely cool <laughs> so now. So Florida <laughs> <laughs> had row upon row of empty shelf space. Hooks hung from the ceiling, probably for hanging cuts of meat. And as I stood inside for a moment, I or noticed people. If you're in the the what's the zo- hey silent game guy? Yeah, th- no, the zombie oh. one about taking pictures. Oh, um, oh fuck. I could have I could have told you the game until you put me on the Frank spot. Frank something is the guy's name, and he's the main character. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's fuck shit. It's the one where you take pictures of zombies and you fight a dude in a goddamn abandoned zombie filled uh, meat locker. I'm gonna be so mad at myself when I see the title. It's not Left for Dead. So, um, it's you just keep reading, you can edit yep. in my answer in a minute. Um, so probably for hanging cuts of meat. And as I stood inside for a moment, I noticed that they were swinging, each hook swung in a random direction, but their movements were so slow and small that it was almost impossible to see. I figured it had been caused by my footsteps, so I stopped one from swinging by clutching it in my fist, then carefully letting go. But within seconds, it started to swing once more. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. The bathroom... Sounds like a drafty building. Yeah. There could be no other explanation. (laughs) (laughs) The bathrooms were in much the same state as the rest of the place. Just like the Treasure Island Resort, someone had methodically smashed each porcelain commode with coconuts and other implements. Can I just say that my my one real reason that I don't read creepypasta that's even as well written as this seems to be is that we've spent 15 minutes talking about an abandoned building and just visual indicators of what an abandoned building looks like when I know what an abandoned bu- We all know what that looks like. <laughs> oh, it's the theme park too. Ah, yes. I've seen that in movies. Can we move on? Like it's We're almost there. It's just the authors like authors of future creepypasta. The same advice that I would give to like a novelist, trim down that excess fat. You have given me more than 3 descriptors of a place and I am done. <laughs> Outlast. Is it? Or Fatal Frame. No. Outlast isn't zombies. Outlast is an insane it's, asylum. Yeah, but it's like they're like light. mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there was about half an inch of rancid, stinking, stagnant water on the floor. So I didn't stay there for very long. What's odd is that the toilets and the sinks uh, all dripped, leaked, or just ran freely. Also should be gone by mm. now. It seemed Uh-oh. to me that they should have shut the water off long, long ago. Mm-mm. See, about that. I've seen videos of... Dead people... Rising. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I've seen videos of people who have snuck on to River Country at Disney World. And even though it's been abandoned for like 20 years, the power is still on. And to the point where really? the music is still playing through the speakers. Oh, that's, that's fucking terrifying. creepy. Yeah, so... Oh, that's so cool. So that's quite possible. Where is it? Uh, River Country at uh, Walt Disney World Resort. Mm. It was their, their first water park before they built Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard ah. Beach. It was supposed to be after like Tom Sawyer, the old water hole or yeah. swimming hole. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There were plenty of rooms in the resort, but naturally I didn't have time to look through them all. The few I did peer into were similarly wrecked, and I didn't expect to find anything there. Uh, I thought there were actually a tele- there was actually a television or radio in one room, as I really think I heard a quiet conversation coming out. Though it was like a whisper, probably my own breathing echoing in the silence, or just another case of the sound of flowing water playing tricks on my mind, this is what it sounded like. I didn't believe it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Your father told you. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a creepy pasta. (laughs) I know. I know that sounds ridiculous. I'm just telling you what I experienced. Why I thought there might have been something running in that room. I think I like it better when Don is a little bit monotone. Because now I feel like he's trying to tell me this story (laughs) from his perspective. And I'm like, Don, please. (laughs) Or worse, some vagrants who had holed up there and would probably knife me. At the front that's door- true. Yeah. At the yeah, front that's doors just of- true. At the front doors of the palace again, I figured I hadn't found anything of note and had wasted the trip up. As I looked out the door, I noticed something interesting in the courtyard that I had apparently missed. Something that would have given me at least one thing to show for all my troubles, even if it was just a photograph. There was a lifelike statue of a python, maybe 80 feet long, coiled up and sunning itself on a pedestal. In the Is center it of the a area. statue, though? 80 feet. Oh, okay, was, sorry. It was almost time for the sun to start setting, so the light fell onto the object in the perfect way for a photograph. I approached the python and snapped a photo. I'm about to Google how long that is. <laughs> this is a creepy pasta. Quit trying to blow holes in it. It's a ghost story. <laughs> then I, what we do here. Then I stood on my toes and snapped another. I you already closer. got one. You're good. I moved closer again to get the detail of its face. Slowly. Casually. For context, that is n- about three and a half times bigger than a python can possibly get. Oh. So, slowly, casually, the python lifted its head. Looked directly into I'm my eyes. I'm going to Google anacondas because I'm being generous. Turned and slithered off the pedestal across the grass and into the trees. So, we're night at the museum now. Yes. <laughs> All 80 feet of it, its head long disappeared into the woods before its tail even left the sunning spot. And then Ben and Stiller. the amount of, uh, an of an anaconda. So. Ben Stiller came out from around the corner and was like, you're not supposed to be here at night. <laughs> he had a tablet with him. He was like, hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll fix this. <laughs> Disney had released all their exotic animals onto the grounds. Right there on my floor plan map was the reptile house. I should have known. I read about the sharks at Treasure Isle. Should have known they'd done this. I was dumbfounded, just utterly stupefied. My mouth must have been hanging open for the longest time before I came back down to earth and snapped it shut. I blinked a few times and backed away from where the snake had been, back toward the palace. Even though it was totally gone, I still wasn't taking any chances and backed my way into the building. It took, I took a few deep breaths and slaps to the face to get myself right in the head again after that. I looked for a place to sit down as my legs were feeling a bit like jelly at this point. Of course, there was no place to sit down unless I wanted to recline on the broken glass or in dead leaf carpet or haul myself up onto a desk of questionable quality. I had seen some stairs near the palace's lobby and decided to go have a seat there until I felt better. The staircase was far enough away from the front of the building to be relatively clean, save for the startling accumulation of dust. I pulled a wedge of metal off the wall, once again painted with the Abandoned by Disney motto, I'd come, I want to know who, accustomed to. who decided in their free time to grab hunks of metal <laughs> and paint 
abandoned by Disney over every inch of this fucking park. Definitely 15-year-old stoners that knew mm-hmm. that uh, somebody was going to come here and go through it at some point in time. Fully, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's three 15-year-old stoners that were like, dude, after school today, we're going to take some spray paint and we're going to go to that abandoned Disney place and we're going to spray paint a bunch of signs and put them up for whoever goes there next. <laughs> that or like... Uh, I have the pleasure of working with such a drastic, like, um, I don't know, um, social, like, I, all I can think of is, like, tax brackets. Like, in the library, like, I have people who are like, oh, go fetch me my book. And then I have people who are like, yo, can I, like, can I, like, use, 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 use your computers? And, like, just, like, severely different. And I love all of them because they're just wonderful ones in all of it. So my thing is, like, I have had some people come into the library and they are on these research tangents and they are like, I don't know what, like, in from all different types of demographics and stuff, but they, like, have these projects or whatever that they're doing research on and they come in and they are just like, I, I don't know what who or what put a fire underneath them because to me, this, whatever tangents they're on, I see no purpose or whatever in it, right. but they are like... 100% convinced that they need to finish this. And so some dude must just been like, I need to tell everyone that this was abandoned by Disney. It's it, My... it's like the equivalent of me coming into the library to research like McCamey Manor and being like, hey, so I need to know a whole lot about haunted houses, torture, and uh, legal documents. <laughs> I Pretty, just yep. want to say that if, <laughs> if, there was, if it was 15-year-old stoners, that's my biggest reason you should not start smoking until you're an adult because (laughs) even at 15 i would have been like hey man there's statues of disney shit all over the place people know who abandoned it (laughs) right let's go write something crazy like fully insane like abandoned by universal (laughs) monomena do 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 like absolutely wild shit you know what i'm saying just confuse people so So I placed the wedge on the stairs and sat down on it to keep at least somewhat clean. The stairway led downward, below ground level. Using my camera flash as a sort of improvised flashlight, I could see that the staircase ended in a metal mesh door with a padlock. A sign on the door, a real sign, read mascots only. Thank you. Well, this welcome. That's the whole... uh... This perked up my spirits a little bit for two reasons. One, a mascots-only area would have definitely had some interesting stuff back in the day. Not anymore. Two, the padlock, which was still in place. Nobody had gone down there. Not the vandals, not the looters. So you're telling me... Nobody brought bolt cutters. For real. You're telling me that those same 15-year-old stoners didn't steal bolt cutters and take Winnie the Pooh's head? (laughs) They didn't already have them on them, and they weren't about to go back for them. Are you telling me that 15-year-old stoners don't have a friend with bolt cutters in their trunk? No, they're still trapped there. They couldn't come back. Ah, I see. I see. The lock regenerated. I got it. This was the one place I could actually explore and perhaps find something interesting to photograph or wantonly steal. I'd come to the palace essentially agreeing with myself that it was okay to take anything I wanted because... Honestly, it's not stealing if it's abandoned. Yeah. That's exactly it's what it abandoned says. Abandoned by Disney. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, I don't watch that much horror, but, like, I feel like you don't go down the dark staircase to the thing that's locked. Not and if has you're the cameraman, locked. for sure. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. If you're the cameraman, 
as long as you stay in the haunted place, you will not die. Because you have yeah. to document it. But if you leave, as soon as you take one step past that perimeter, the mystical barrier of demonness, yep. you will die. Okay. And someone will have to come along and find your tape. That's the yep. only way this works. Okay. See, I don't know these things. <laughs> so it, it didn't take much to bust the lock. Well, actually, that's wrong. It didn't take much to bust the metal plate on the wall that the padlock was hooked to. You know what's down there? SCPP. <laughs> <laughs> Time and decay had done most of the work for me, and I was able to bend the metal plate enough to put, pull the screws out of the wall, something nobody else had apparently thought of or hadn't been able to do at the time. But they were but able the, to use ton, move tons and tons of heavy, like, kitchen utensils. <laughs> this uh, is you what put. I'm saying. Not only that, but they hung up hunks of metal, which means they had <laughs> power tools. <laughs> like... <laughs> The mascot's only area was a startling and very welcome change from the rest of the building I'd seen. For one, every second or third fluorescent light overhead was illuminated, even though they flickered and faded randomly. No. Also, nothing had been stolen or broken, even if age and exposure was definitely taking their toll. Tables had notepads and pens. There were clocks, even a punch-in clock on the wall, complete with filled-in time cards. I would definitely take one punch-in. Absolutely. You have to. You gotta. (laughs) Chairs were scattered. It might open a secret door. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chairs were scattered around, and there was even a small break room with with an old static-filled television and long rotted out food and drinks on the counter. You know no. what it is, Josh? Oh. Is if there's three or four, three to seven time cards missing, that's where you have to go around to like random lockers. Yeah, yeah. You've got to find the time cards yeah. and you've got to punch you them solve all. A lot of puzzles and, and then shit. you get an Easter egg. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It spells like Jonas and it opens like a whale themed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was safe like room. it was like one of those post-apocalypse movies where everything is left in a state of evacuation. As I walked the maze-like sub-basement hallways of the mascots-only area, the sight just became more and more interesting. As I went further, desks and tables were knocked over, paper scattered and almost melded with the damp floor, and a large carpet of mold was slowly overtaking the real rotting crimson floor covering. I hate the combination of words that just left your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) A carpet of mold. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, that's why we don't wear leave. shoes up here, by the way. This, at this point, you said the word mold, which means it's not a ghost. You're having hallucinations, and you need yeah. to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. that door has been closed for so long, long. and all of those fumes are built up. You are going Absolutely. to start seeing things. Again, this is my old house. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Florida. Yeah. Everything was just sort of squishy. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely Leave. my old house. That <laughs> squishy means dangerous in plant. You need to get out of there. <laughs> Any, anything wood disintegrated into mush when I applied even the least amount of force. Uh. And clothing items hanging on hooks in one of the rooms. If he says spores, I'm out. <laughs> simply fell into moist threads if I tried to unhook them. That sounds awful. One thing that annoyed me was that the light was becoming more sparse and unreliable. How annoying. As I went further into the dank <laughs> dare suffocating they? As I went further into the dank suffocating depths of the place. Eventually I reached a black and yellow striped door with the words character prep 1 stenciled on it. No, why is it black and yellow striped? That means warning warning danger. <laughs> Get out of there. The door wouldn't open at first. I figured this was probably where the costumes were kept, and I definitely wanted a photograph of that twisted, stinking mess. Try as I might, whatever angle or trick I tried, the door just wouldn't budge. That is until I gave up and started to walk away. 
That's when there was a slight popping sound and the door creaked open slowly. Nope. Fuck nope. You. Nope. Great. <laughs> Inside the room was. That's com- three distinct <laughs> reactions. <laughs> that was our anime moment. <laughs> Inside the room was completely dark, pitch black. What? No way. I used the camera flash to look for a light switch on the wall by the door, but there was nothing. As I made my search, I was jarred out of my sense of excitement by a loud electrical buzz. Rows of lights overhead suddenly flashed to life, flickering and fading in and out like the rest I had passed. He's about to walk up on a doll that just says, do not open. The sentient (laughs) Mickey suit. Now, it'll be a Mowgli doll for sure. It took a second for my eyes to adjust, and it seemed like the light was going to just keep getting brighter until all the bulbs exploded. That or it's Goatman's new haunt. But just just when I thought I would reach it would reach that critical stage, the lights dimmed a bit and steadied. The room was exactly as I had pictured it. Various Disney costumes hung on the walls, fully put together like strange cartoon cadavers hung from invisible nooses. That does look really, really super weird. I have a friend who um works backstage in theater and terrifying pictures of No, actually I can't say that. Cut that out. I'm sorry. Legally, I can't say that. Sorry. There was an entire rack. <laughs> there was I an changed en- my mind. There was an entire. Do you rack- have a friend who used to work at Disneyland in California, and she specifically worked in the props department? And she said there was some really creepy images of all the. I could just say when dolls, like any type of like Muppet doll, anything is like not being used, and when it's just being s- stored and it's just disjointedly it's hanging. That dead oh, it's twenty twenty two. You guys yeah. know what it looks like. It looks like every um, scene in um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, yeah. that's this concept. This is what that whole game series is built on. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if Chuck E. Cheese's got abandoned, and that's what <laughs> Five Nights is. There was an entire rack of loincloths and native clothes on hangers towards the back. What I found odd, and what I wanted to photograph right away, was a Mickey Mouse costume at the center of the room. For those of y'all who are about to tweet at our show and shit, I understand the lore. I have spent so much time (laughs) studying it, specifically so you motherfuckers can stay off my back. (laughs) Unlike the other costumes, it was lying on its back in the center of the floor like a murder victim. The fur on the costume was rotten and shedding, creating bear patches. Is someone in the costume? What was even odder, however, was the coloring of the costume. It was like a photo negative of the actual Mickey Mouse. Oh, come on. Black where he should be white and white where he should be black. Fuck you, okay? His normally red overalls were light blue. Eat my whole ass. (laughs) Good riddance at this point. The sight was off-putting enough that I actually put off photographing that the thing until last. Fuck you. Your whole job here is to take <laughs> pictures of this. I took a picture of the costumes hanging on the walls. Upward angles, downward angles, side shots to show an entire row of frozen. I got a nice he, he Dutch artsy. angle so it would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if you place the center of the Fibonacci spiral here in the photo, then... <laughs> Yeah. The rule of thirds dictates. <laughs> <laughs> the side shots to show an entire row of frozen, putrid cartoon faces, some with plastic eyes missing. Then I decided to stage a shot, just just one of the bedraggled characters' heads on the slick, grimy floor. Don't touch them. I reached Thank for... you. First of all, you said mold. <laughs> you keep using words that make me think of diseases, so I'm going to need you to chill, man. I reached for the headpiece of a Donald Duck costume and carefully... Why you gotta go for Donald first? I don't know. It's my name. Goofy deserves death. (laughs) Carefully removed it so the thing wouldn't fall apart in my hands. 
As I looked into the face of the wide-eyed, moldering head, a loud clattering sound made me jump with fright. Oh, something fell out. I looked down at my feet, and there between my shoes was a human skull. Yeah, I knew it. it. Ah. That was just fully mean-mugging cat that whole time just to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact she just went Spongebob there. Fully. (laughs) (laughs) It had fallen out of the mascot head and shattered into pieces at my feet. That doesn't do that. Only the empty face and lower jaw remained, staring up at me. I dropped the duck head immediately, as you'd expect, and moved for the door. As As I stood in the doorway, I looked back to the skull on the floor. I had to take a picture of it, you know? I had to. Yeah. I mean, any number again, (laughs) this isn't creepy. That's your fucking job. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For any number of reasons that may seem silly, but only if you don't think it through. Only if you don't think, why do I have a camera (laughs) if I'm not using it? Right. I'd need proof of what happened, especially if Disney was going to somehow make this go away. Also, you missed the photo negative Mickey. He's gone, clearly. (laughs) I had no doubt in my mind right from the start that even if this was just gross negligence, Disney was responsible for this. You know what um, serial killers and ghosts have in common? Oh, good. Tell me. They all want to brag. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they send shit to the police and they let these fucking tapes be found. They just want you to know, like, you can't stop me. Yeah, that was exactly the thing that got BTK caught. Fully. Was trying to brag. Everybody wants to be Zodiac. Can't nobody be Zodiac. (laughs) They can't. That's when Mickey... I fucking knew it! The photo negative (laughs) opposite Mickey in the middle of the floor started to get up. (laughs) Fucking nega Mickey. Of course he gets up. First sitting up, then climbing to its feet. Oh, no. The Mickey costume or whoever was inside of it. I would be way more fully... um, I'd be more scared if it did that kick-up. Oh, The martial arts-ass kick-up, but as negative Mickey... It stood there in the center of the room. It's fake oh, face. Just, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> just staring staring directly at me as I mumbled no over and over. And over. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, 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 Yeah, player, yeah. <laughs> With shaking hands, a violent, thrashing heart, and legs that had once again turned to jelly, I managed to lift the camera and aim it at the opposite creature now quietly sizing me up. <laughs> Your name's Donald now. <laughs> The digital camera's screen displayed only dead pixels in the shape of the thing. Oh, no. It was a perfect silhouette of the Mickey costume. See, if you would have tried to take a picture of this before, you would have seen this and known to leave. As the camera Again, moved why in my... you have a fucking camera? <laughs> As the camera moved in my unsteady hands, the dead pixels spread. Also, all you got to do is change it to negative, and then you'll just see Mickey. <laughs> It'll be fine. Marring nice, the screen wherever Mickey's outline moved to. Then the camera died. Went blank and quiet and broken. Obviously. Weren't, weren't able to get, wasn't able to get any pictures off of it, obviously. <laughs> Your I, cameras won't save you now, fucko. <laughs> I raised my eyes once again to the Mickey Mouse costume. Hey, it said in a hushed, perverted, but perfectly executed Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Want to see my head come you wanna off? You want to see my head come off? It started to pull at its own head, working its clumsy... (laughs) Screaming the whole way. (laughs) (laughs) Working its clumsy, glove-clad fingers around its neck with clawing and patient movements. Sorry, give me a second. These hands are shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Similar to the wounded man trying to pull himself free of a predator's jaws. As it worked its digits into its neck, so much blood. So much thick, chunky, yellow blood. 
yellow what? blood. He's photo negative, guys. Come on. Uh, I turned yeah, I turned I away as I heard a sickening tearing of cloth and flesh. I only cared about getting away. Above the doorway out of this room, I saw the final message clawed into the metal with bone and fingernail. When you said that he put his fingers into his neck, I only pictured the scene. You're probably not going to know this at all. You might. But there's a scene in the anime on Netflix called Baki. Where I have not seen Baki, but I think I know the scene you're there talking about. There is a about. scene where, uh, quote, the strongest man on earth is fighting in a tournament, and he sticks his fingers, four fingers, into the side of a man's face and pulls his face off. Okay. Yeah, that's He Baki. just skins a man with his fa- fucking fingers, and that's what that made me think of for some reason. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Above the doorway out of this room, I saw the final message clawed into the metal with bone or fingernails, abandoned by God. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm so mad. (laughs) I can't believe this. I never got the pictures out of the camera. Obviously. I never wrote the book. Hold on. So what happened? Mickey did or did not kill him? What was under the mask? I missed that part. He didn't see. He turned around and started to run before he saw. What a pussy. (laughs) And I I do mean that to mean pusillanimous, so fuck all y'all. I never, I don't know what that means. It just means cowardly, but it's old, and I'm being um, specifically facetious to annoy certain people. I never. He's making sure that nobody can accuse him of being problematic for calling somebody a pussy. I never wrote the blog entry about it. Yeah, calling a fictional person a pussy. (laughs) It's really going to get me in trouble. After I ran from the place, fled for my sanity, if not for my very life, I knew why Disney didn't want anyone to know about this place. They didn't want anyone like me getting in. And they didn't want anything like that getting out. You're certain. Are you certain that that's why Disney didn't want this place? From, are you certain? <laughs> are you certain? Because who built that costume then? <laughs> who birthed it from the ether? I want to know. It was born from a photograph somehow. <laughs> from a photo Look at negative. this photograph. <laughs> so this is the... Sometimes I do it makes me laugh. Oh! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to do the Mickey voice, but to do the Mickey voice, I got to say Pluto. It's one of those things. That to get into the voice, I got to say, and yeah. I just that would have just been weird if I was been like, Pluto! On a stage, <laughs> my head. It would just been weird. That so. would have been amazing. Wahapa. <laughs> Wahapa. <laughs> so that's the story. Um, the yeah. only story we're doing, because I knew it would take this long to do it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is more of a, more of a bonus campfire tale than it is. Yeah, a, kind of. It, than it is a midweek. Except with campfire tales, great. we usually do try to stick to, like, actual legends. This is just a straight up creepy. Anyway, that's yeah. what those 15-year-old stoners were doing. By yeah. the way, they were making a photo negative Mickey costume to <laughs> yeah. freak out people. And then filling it with the One of them turned into of the Satan. photo negative there Mickey. There you go. And he killed the other one and stuck his head in a Donald Duck costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Mm, mm, mm. Gorsh. Or they summoned something and they oh, just had a photo negative Goofy? picture of Goofy would have been way Mickey in the. Um, oh, as part of my brand, I can't agree with any of these supernatural explanations. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap this up. I got to say, fuck photo negative Mickey. And uh, <laughs> if you want me to go, I will. <laughs> like, it doesn't actually pay exist. me, bitch, and I'll go. Yeah, that basically just took the story of Treasure Island and turned it into a creepy pasta. That creepy pasta was written by Slimy Beast. Nice one, dude. Yeah, well done. Really good. Really good. I have so or many pictures it. in my head that I'll or never ever be able them. to get out. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Don't let Ruben's incredulous attitude get you down. It's he's, how I enjoy these things. He's like that with everything. <laughs> Hell, watch him read the Bible. Oh no! no, no don't do that. 
That would get me in trouble, Tom. <laughs> That'll be our Patreon stretch goal. Yeah. Our first Patreon stretch goal. I just got to read the Bible from start to finish and be yeah. like, fucking god damn. Actually, it would be way different than you think it would, so fuck you. So we're going to wrap it up. So uh, for this as-yet-unnamed midweek episode part three, I am Don. I'm Ruben. I'm Josh. And I'm Kat. Join and our Patreon. It's patreon.com. You're hearing it here first. Over. This is the first time you're going to hear about it. We do have a Patreon It's now. new. We already got two people. Thanks, those yeah. two people. Yeah. Two people is a woman named Katie who we think is real cool. Yep. I don't know Katie. the other one because I did not The other not one check. is Muddy Blairy, which... Is an awesome. That's so that's fun. real awesome. good. So good. So good. We These aren't so even happy. your official shout outs. Like we'll give yeah. you official shout outs on a real episode, but that's <laughs> such a fucking good name. Hell yeah, dude. All right. So and bye, Katie's guys. the best. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Bye.